knock on the door and the night begins Cause we've done this before so you come on in Welcome to the Real Estate Reality Show. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving across the street or across the country, call Arrow Moving and Storage, 719-325-6341. Now your host and back-to-back Best of the Springs realtor, Justin Hermes. Welcome to my house, baby, take control now. We can't even slow down. We don't have to go Hi, folks. Thanks for joining me. We are out of the starting blocks here for Real Estate Realities. And, uh, boy, I tell you what. The state legislators, those guys are geniuses. I want to go up there and shake every one of their hands because I, I don't know where they went to school. Had to be Harvard, Yale. It's real, They come up with some unbelievable things up there. They're solving the world's problems one by one, and uh, that's the bad is here we go, folks. Bring on the California legislation now that they uh, got the supermajority up there, right? Look at the new bill they're passing, folks. Do a little bit of research up there. Just Google it. New landlord bill for the state of Colorado. They're looking at lifting the ban on rental control. Right now, we're one of 37 states that does not allow rent control. And they're working on uh, dispelling that so that each municipality can then enforce rent control if they'd like. The good news is we're still here in El Paso County, which I feel like would not go that route. But it is painting on the wall of what is coming down the pipeline when we look at the state legislation and what they're looking to pass up there. The other thing, too, is they're looking at where you can't charge pet rent anymore, right? So you can't you can't take a security deposit for a pet. No additional deposit, right? Now, and they're also looking at a special protocol for evictions. They're also looking at possible if your first right of refusal for your tenant to release the property. And if you don't offer that to them, then you could possibly have to pay a relocation fee for your tenant. So it's just sad. And this whole thing with the pet deposit, they're going, well, we're going to do a call. It's going to create a pet friendly landlord damage mitigation. And you can get up to a thousand dollars through the state. And this will take the responsibility off the tenant. Like, yeah, that's great taxpayer dollars. Bravo. Congratulations. You're solving the world's problems. Let's no accountability, right? It comes from the national level down. It's just Take out student loans. No need to pay your debt back. I I don't know where our country's going and our state as far as these things, but as I mentioned this, yes, it is discouraging, but you know what? There's ways to navigate it, and there's ways to, if you know and you make the proper adjustments, you can be creative and get around these things. You can. So give me a call, 719-232-1063. That's 232-1063. If you're getting worried about what's coming down the pipeline, I got a game plan of my own and how I'm going to handle getting that pet deposit in a legal way. We'll get creative on that. And what we'll do to help, you know, if it comes down the line where they want, you know, us to do relocation fees and first right of refusal for the tenant, how we'll combat that. But like I said, the good news is, is if we can keep control of El Paso County and keep it as a conservative county where they protect personal property rights and property rights overall, that that's the ticket, folks. And that mayoral race is coming up. So make sure you're tuning in to who the candidates are and putting your vote behind somebody who's going to protect your property values. The good news is small business uptick, right? They had 462 business requests in 2022. That's a business request to open here in Calder Springs. That's up from 412 
seeing anything from food trucks, restaurants, fitness, online businesses. So it ain't all bad. It ain't all bad. We're not going to let the man get us down completely, right? But you got to be aware of these landlord and tenant issues coming through the state so you can prepare to play a little defense. Sometime we got to we got to play defense. So we're talking about top areas that will succeed locally here today. Make sure you stick around after these messages. Justin Hermes, Real Estate Realities, 232-1063. Welcome to my house. It's my house. I got this. Don't got to think too hard. We're back to the Real Estate Reality Show with Justin Hermes. This segment is brought to you by HouseCheck, servicing the front range of Colorado Springs for over 25 years with the most complete and personalized home inspection. Call them now for more information at 719-266-1645. Okay, folks, thanks for sticking with me. I was just thinking I need to do a show a little bit more in depth of what they're trying to do at the state level with these adjustments. They're constantly getting more friendly to the tenant. And that's just what you have to know. We're getting, you know, to an area where they are trying to follow areas like California, New York, Maryland. These are the areas that are very tenant friendly and that's all they're doing. They're looking at what these tenant friendly states have done and they're trying to copycat, right? I don't know why someone would try to copycat areas like LA, areas like Maryland, areas like a New York City. I don't think that is really the right areas to be emulating. That's just me. Might be a good idea to look at maybe some things that Florida is doing right? They've they've had a huge economic push up with their leadership down there. So top areas that are going to succeed locally here. Did a lot of research into it. And what I want to tell you before is if you keep it simple, stupid, and that's really what we try to do with our approach here at Real Estate Realities, it is be conservative. Don't get into adjustable rate mortgages. Don't get into an over leveraged HELOC, right? Don't buy around new builds within a mile of a new build. You're Taxes will be higher and you buy a house out in Banning Lewis, congratulations, you got competition for the next 10 years at least because they're going to be continuing to build in your backyard, right? Now you buy somewhere central, west side, even say Stetson Hills, you don't have any builder competition, right? And if you do, let's just say, you know, Classic's going to develop that area Springs Ranch golf course there. It's minimal competition. It's not like a Lorson Ranch. It's not like a Banning Lewis Ranch where you're going to have competition. Oh boy. I mean, that that's a tough area to succeed with your long-term appreciation. So don't buy around large supply. That's what I'm telling you. Buy in a low supply area and demand will follow you. Also, your taxes are much lower. Your infrastructure is already in place and the lot lines are better. Go drive through Village 7 and then go drive out to Banning Lewis. Tell me who has a better lot. As time goes on, developers get a little more greedy. Lots get smaller. Now they pack them in like sardines, right? Also, I'm telling you right now, when the economy slows, that infrastructure is going to be the first to slow down. It's going to be out east, off of Mark Shuffle, you know, and that's where you're going to see the pullback. You're going to be on a little island out there. Rather than buying near city center, buying near downtown Carter Springs, west side, right, even off of Powers, those are going to be areas that are already developed. You already have the infrastructure in place. And then it's buying middle to low, right? We buy middle to low deals. 
If we're getting in a neighborhood at 350 and the average home is selling for 500000 bam, winner, winner, chicken dinner. We don't want to be the highest home on the block. We can talk about areas that will succeed all day, and I can give you my predictions and why, but if you don't do the long-term hold approach 15, 20 years and you're trying to time the market and you're buying around new builds and you're buying in areas where the taxes are high, somebody told me the other day, Sterling Ranch, the taxes are 6000 a year. I didn't know that when I bought there. Well, yeah, the builder probably didn't let you know that, you know, that's assessed as raw land and it's going to be a pretty big tax sticker for you. And also HOAs. You buy in these new developments with HOA, obviously they're going to make the HOA look very attractive when the builder's selling. And then what happens? Builder leaves, done building, HOA fees go up, right? So there's all these negatives. People get so enamored with the shiny new and it just kills me. I, I lose clients over it, which is fine. I mean, I just, they go, well, you don't want to help us find our dream home. No, I want, I want you to be happy in your home, but I want you to make a good investment, right? I want you to make some money. It's your largest investment. Why not make it a good one? So if you have questions about what I'm talking about with those things, keep it simple, stupid. There we go. Give me a call, 719-232-1063. That's 232-1063. I'm going to give you my top five for areas that I feel are going to see massive appreciation over the long term, and the rental rates are going to be great. Number one is Cimarron Hills. I've been saying the same thing last year, and there's no doubt about it. We manage 150 rental properties. We see where the rent is going. We see the areas of the greatest return. And with Powers expanding down to Westgate and Patriot Park and all the work being done at the airport and Amazon down there, the new hotel. Powers isn't going to keep expanding further north, right? That's going into Northgate and Powers will extend onto I-25. Where's the growth going to be able to happen? And that is South Powers. And that that's where Cimarron Hills lies. I mean, you're right there next to Shriver, Peterson. You have 10 minutes access to downtown, established neighborhood, great lot sizes, well-built homes, and you're in an area that that will succeed because the infrastructure around you long-term is great, and you already have infrastructure that is great as well, right? I mean, you're, you're up and down powers. You have all these amenities and shopping and restaurants, and I mentioned downtown, you know, the easy accessibility still to take Platt over, and you're, you're on the west side and, you know, a matter of 15 minutes. So Cimarron Hills, I'd say, is the number one sleeping neighborhood right now. Number two is Highland Park. Kind of in that Palmer Park area there. Streets like Condor, Monteagle, up by Wasson High School. That is an area that is going to succeed. It's undervalued. It's close to downtown. It's going to be the next Patty Jewett. Because Patty Jewett, the ship's already sailed. Everyone loves it. It's overpriced. You're not going to get any good buys in Patty Jewett. Does it make it a bad neighborhood? Absolutely not. It's just you should have invested there a long, long time ago. The secret's out. Highland Park, Palmer Park. These are areas we're going to see great growth and very, very good rental rates. Number three is Shine Meadows. Off of I-25, down by King Supers, areas like Canoe Creek, Rosemere, right next to Fort Carson. Classic built a majority of those homes down there. They're well-built homes. You're on the west side of town. It is a great hidden pocket there. Also, great lot sizes. John, my father owns one down there on Canoe Creek. I own one on Canoe Creek, and we probably manage 20 in the meadows. They rent like wildfire. There's a reason why I pick these areas, and it's because they have a track record, right? Number four coming in is the East End Edition. That is just west of the Olympic Training Center. Some people call it Divine Redeemer. Also, close proximity to downtown, biking distance, right? You're right next to Union. You can get up to University Park easily. Easy access to I-25 down Uenta. 
huge lots, especially, folks, I want you, when you drive through even Patty Jew at Old North End, East End Edition, look at these lots that run east to west. They're about double always of the lots that run north to south, right? These are things you have to look at when you're going to invest in areas. Coming in at number five is Pulpit Rock. Okay, Pulpit Rock is a sleeper neighborhood. Beautiful scenery, great access to I-25, and that is an area that will succeed. There's no doubt about it. Pulpit Rock has to be on your radar, and I could even combine that with University Park area, with UCCS there, all the development next to Costco, Pulpit Rock. Those are your top five. Cimarron Hills, Highland Park, Palmer Park, Cheyenne Meadows, East End Edition, and Pulpit Rock. Overrated? Number one, Banning Lewis. Number two, Meridian Ranch. Number three is South Mill Street down by Widener Stadium. That ship sailed. I was telling you to buy down there about three years ago. I purchased one, bought it for $170, sold for $350. And you go, but Justin, you say, don't time the market. Don't, you know, that wasn't a buy and hold 15, 20 years. I did a 1031 exchange, purchased another property over in Palmer Park. And so that is okay. When you sell and you do a 1031 exchange and you're furthering your investment, that is fine. Number four is Manitou. Areas that are overrated, you don't want to buy in. The only positive is it's it's safe from new build. But Manitou is definitely an overrated market, and they have a lot of government involvement. You want to do a rental property there? They'll be the first ones when they lift this rent ban. Watch Manitou. They'll be the first ones to jump in and go, we're going to have all these regulations on long-term rentals, rental caps. You know, we're gonna, you're going to make pull permit. They're the first ones on the short-term rentals. So watch out if you're invested in Manitou. Get out of there. Number five is Lorson Ranch. So that brings you down the top five overrated areas. Banning Lewis, Meridian Ranch. South Mill Street, Manitou, and Lorson Ranch, folks. So we're the 40th largest city in the United States. By 2040, we're going to have 600,000 people in the city and a million in the county. I already told you by 2050, we'll have 1.2 million, right? 24,000 acres in Banning Lewis is going to be developed over the next 20 years. Listen to this number. 25% of the city is vacant and not developed, okay? Of that, remember I said 24,000 acres is Banning Lewis. If we exclude Banning Lewis, there's only 6,700 acres open in the core area of Colorado Springs. That's only 7 or 8%. This is why I'm telling you, you want to buy in the 25% sector there when we talk supply and demand. You buy in Banning Lewis, that's 75% of what is left to be developed in the city. 24,000 acres, right? So buying the core area of Calder Springs, I'm not guessing here and throwing darts, folks. This is why I come up with these numbers, okay? 4% of the Calder Springs workforce lives downtown. Other cities are closer to 10%. So there's things there we'll talk about on the next show, right? But I'm telling you right now, buy west of Powers, definitely west of Mark Shuffield. Fountain's good, north is good, but remember my top five go-to areas and the top five overrated areas I'd stay out of. If you have questions over the break, call me at 719-232-1063. We got Noah Clean and join us next here. He's going to give you some numbers from Regional Building Department in with Pioneer Construction. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Real Estate Reality Show. Now here's Justin Hermes. Welcome back in here. We got Noah Kleenan joining us. And before we get started here, Noah's with Pioneer Construction. If you need anything done at your house, no job too big, no job too small, reach out to Noah. Noah, give him the contact information if you would. Yeah, absolutely. It's 719-822-9222. Again, that's 719-822-9222. That's right, folks. You need a fence done. You need a basement finish. You need anything around the house. Noah's your go-to. He helps us with our rental properties. Does a very good job. And Noah, just give us an overall, how's your year starting out? Have you, what, what's the difference you've seen between last year and this year? So far, it's staying really strong. It's December of this, this most recent December was the busiest month of our entire company. So it's, it's going strong. We're, we're growing and we're staying super busy. I'm noticing some difference differences in the market as far as like the home building side, but as far as renovations, I think with interest rates going up, it's caused a lot of people wanting to stay in their homes and do some work to their house, update the bathroom, update the kitchen, holding back on maybe I'm buying for a little bit and and doing those extra things that they've, you know, always wanted to do, but we're kind of waiting and yeah, so Yeah, it's, you're right because they got the 3% interest rate. They don't want to buy a new house and go up to a 6%, so they're going, we want to keep, you know, we want to stay in our house, but we also want to do some of the upgrades, some of the updates. And, and so I know you got you brought in with you some information here re- regional building department you know, some differences between last year, this year, kind of by the numbers. You want to share any of that? Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. So it's, it was a strong first of the half of, of 2022 in the residential markets, but then it started to cool down here in July um, with interest rates going up. Okay. Um, so 2022, the building department issued about 211 permits for single home families in July. And that's a 55% decrease from the year before 2021. Yeah. So that just that's significant. That's that's a huge drop, um, and that's right around the time we had the the increase in the um, in the interest rates. Yeah, when inventory really started rising, and you got other builders such as Classic who came out and said we're going to build half as many homes in 2023. Yes. Yep. You know? Yep. So it's it's definitely taking a hit on the market. What I'm seeing from my side of it is a lot of that labor force is getting laid off actually, that for the builders, and I'm seeing them kind of flood into the remodeling side of the business. So I went from having a shortage in labor to having now a surplus because a lot of these trim guys, door guys who may have gotten laid off are now looking for work and they're coming in, into the remodel business and you're starting to see a bigger flow of labor force uh, in the construction side and remodeling. So one would think prices probably go down then, right? For remodels? I wouldn't necessarily say prices are going down because, you know, inflation is still, mm-hmm. it's it's still there and there's still high demand. So not so much, it's it's leveled out, that's for sure. Okay. Some things have gone down. For instance, lumber is going back down. So the cost of fences, decks, and that has taken a significant drop. And we're talking, you know, I would say close to 25% lumber okay. uh, drop. So that's that's helping the homeowners out quite a bit. I did a bid for a homeowner during COVID and then he didn't want to do it until recently this uh, end of end of this last year and that bid dropped because lumber 
just got cut. So he was yeah. he was pretty happy with that. So you're seeing a little bit of relief in the materials area. Yep, absolutely. So big big relief in material material areas. Some some areas are still trying to catch up. Um, windows, doors, garage door, overhead doors, still still a pain in the butt. But to get. So if you're looking at somebody who's looking at me remodeling, are they better off remodeling the second half of the year or doing it right now? Right now is not a bad time, in my opinion, just because the labor force is there. It wasn't before. It's okay. it's picking up. I don't think, I really don't think there's going to be a much drop. Maybe in lumber, there could possibly be, but I don't see a drop in, in all, any of the other materials, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. For instance, like roofing supplies, those always go up. And when they go up, they don't. They don't. They don't ever send me an email saying, "Oh, we have a decrease in prices." Yeah. I've never yeah, had once that. It, once it goes up, it kind of kind of stays up. So supply chain stuff like that. It sounds like you're you're still a ways away from. Maybe you mentioned windows. You know, there's certain things that you're still struggling to get, huh? Yeah, absolutely. You can take it can take anywhere from two months to three months siding. I actually I was doing a job for your dad. Actually, they said it was going to be out a month for siding. I got an email the other day. It's going to be another month. So yeah. uh, siding's still a tough one too, especially vinyl. So. Yep. What would you tell people there is maybe they go stucco? I mean, or you just say, hey, hold tight, you know, we'll get it wrapped and we'll do the siding. I mean, are there any things you're saying, hey, we can, you know, possibly pivot and do something else? It, it just depends on what they want and their needs and, and what they're looking for. Obviously, stucco and wood panel siding is going to be more durable, especially yeah. in a hail prone area like Colorado Springs. So it all depends on what they're looking for. If they're looking to get it done quick, then, yeah, they have to we have to get creative and find find other options. Yeah. Yep. And when, especially when it comes to selling houses and things of that nature, it can cause a little bit of a little bit of hiccup there, trying to close on a house and you can't can't find siding that has holes. Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, and there's some interesting things going on too with the with the building department. Um, as probably people a lot of know, a lot of people have noticed, new apartment complex have led the way of the uh, commercial construction this year with record numbers, um, highest numbers they've ever had. There was about four thousand nine hundred new apartment buildings. That's a twenty percent increase. Um, over over any other year, and it's the most the regional building department's ever permitted. Yeah, so, forty nine hundred units coming on board mm-hmm. as far as multifamily. Yep. Yeah, and and with residential commercial projects combined, the estimated valuation for construction in Pikes Peak Regional in twenty twenty two was more than four point four billion dollars. So that's a huge part of our economy here. And, oh yeah, um, yeah. It it's it's going to be interesting to see kind of where that goes with the building side slowing down. So. Yep, it's uh, it's it's just just alone from last year. Like I was saying, July had four uh, in 2021 had 472 permits for single family, and it dropped down to 211 in 2022. So yeah, it was a tale of tale of you know two sides. Beginning of the year, very very packed full. You know, we thought we'd see another gangbuster year, and then you know the water shut off. Really. Yep. Absolutely. And speaking of water, that is, that's another issue too yeah. that's happening. Uh, Fountain just had a, a development that they, they denied because Amera. it was just, just not enough water. You yeah, know? they denied so. Amera and Amera's try- La Plata is the developer. They're trying to get City of Colorado Springs to annex that land in. And mm-hmm. now they're saying, hey, do we have enough water, this and that? And it's funny because they talk about we need more affordable housing and the, you know they build these homes for five, six hundred thousand. I don't, that's the <laughs> pitch they make. And I go, the market's actually correcting. There's 2,000 homes available. I don't think we have a real big affordability issue as much on the sale market. Yep. And it's not going to help if we're getting a new build home at 500,000 and you can go get a house in Widefield for 350. Yeah, it's it's there's going to have to be some kind of correction there, I would imagine. Yeah, uh, but it's you're right. Gonna the, water, catch up. the water thing's a huge deal, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just watching the resources and, and not letting the developers run rampant. 
Yep. Yep. It's going to be interesting to see what happens next year. Um, and in the year after and, and, you know, so, but I, I have a feeling the remodeling side is going to stay, stay together pretty well. I think you're right. I think it's going to be big because people are going to go, I'm not moving. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to see this 3% interest rate anytime soon. And so I'm not going to get rid of my interest rate and move into another house. Right. And there's some things that just have to be taken care of. There's a part of town, Stetson Hills, where I'm, where I'm from that the decks are all falling apart. I can tell yeah. you, everybody's going to need a deck in that area here in the next one to five years. Yeah, there you go. Folks, reach out to Noah one more time. Noah, with your contact info. 719-822-9222. Again, that's 719-822-9222. Reach out. Uh, we'll come out and take a look at your project, get you a quote. All right, thanks, Noah. Thanks for coming on. Folks, that's another one in the books here. Remember, most important thing is using the gifts God has given you, blessing somebody else. Don't be the negative one. Find the joy in life and bring it to those around you. We'll be right back here next Sunday at 1030 and again at 1. Have a great week. If you leave me, I won't miss you. And I won't ever take The proceeding back. was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. I got some oceanfront property in Arizona. From my front porch, you can see. I got some oceanfront property in 